0: Time now for the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Tom's Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.
1: Yes, yes, man. I just put on my headphones and I heard it. Wow. I don't think the audience realizes how lucky they were for the timing. Because there are people who tune in to hear that yes, yes. Puts them in a good place. I know it yeah. puts me in a good place. I agree with that. It's Balloon Party. Did you ever Mungan S, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota? I mean, I was on HD2 like a minute and a half ago. Right. And now I'm on HD1. And I feel like I'm the same guy, but yet I know I'm different. It's a hmm. more powerful platform. Let's be honest with the audience.
2: You do look about three inches taller when you do HD1.
1: I am standing on a
2: phone book. Right. Right. I wonder what the... Uh where are people having phone books? Like, what do you think? When was the last time someone consulted a phone book? Kind of obsolete now with uh, the old internet. Mm, good point. I just wonder. I, I never grew up in a time where a phone book was necessary. Mm-hmm. Where I just don't remember it. It's kind of crazy to me that you just like open this massive book and then you could find people's names and phone numbers.
1: Yeah, I are about that. It's just, it's Thoughts odd. on phone books? Air Comfort Service Tax Line 314-99646. You teased on TMA that you had another deep dive today. Yeah, let, <laughs> let us hope that it is not on phone books. It's a great podcast topic. I don't know if it's a good one-hour midday radio topic. Yeah, the phone book pod. Right.
2: Yeah, this one I don't have the same reverence I did as the we got, last we got yesterday's. An we
1: got an undersell.
2: Well, I'm just being transparent with the audience. I like to be. Sounds like I got to get
1: my Venmo out. I'll up it to twenty-five dollars for the deep dive wow. topic. Wow. A lot of my Venmo is reliant upon Jackson tomorrow. <laughs> That's true. Uh, My normal partner for my degenerate Friday afternoon sessions uh, in golf is uh, stricken with uh, COVID. And so we're playing what I consider to be a big money game. For Jackson, of course, it's not. But for the average person, of course, which I consider myself... To be. I, can, I consider myself to be you, uh, relatable, uh, mm-hmm. a, a kid from South St. Louis who's just really happy to even be allowed into Creve Corps, much less allowed to do a show on 101 ESPN in Creeve Corps, uh, a guy who's fought from adversity from day one, uh, whether it be height, uh, head shape, hair loss, real narcissism battles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here I am. And I'm bankrolling myself tomorrow. I'll be honest with you, Jackson's being bankrolled by somebody else, and it's not his trust fund. But either way, I have skin in the game, so my Venmo could be completely gone this time tomorrow at around 6 p.m. Yours can only go up. You, sir, are free rolling. You
2: are my partner tomorrow. But aren't you happy that your partner is kind of free rolling? That kind of that, that should fit. free you up. Yeah. Also makes you susceptible to being bought off. No, no. I'm a man of integrity. And as you once said, when you're out there, you're, it's, a, it's a 1v1,
1: you versus the golf course, not well, anything else. Fair enough. Even with my Venmo potentially disappearing, I am still offering to the audience today a 25% increase for deep dive requests because Jackson clearly isn't confident in his. Well, That's, that's my read. And so right here, I looked over, with the help of the phone books, the line of scrimmage, and I looked out on that defense and I go, Oh boy, let's call an audible. Yeah. And so I go, you know what? I'm not gonna do twenty dollars, I'm gonna do twenty five dollars to the audience straight to your Venmo or if you got PayPal. I'm not really a cash guy. I've got some. I don't really use it all that often. It's for more tipping. And pizza go go. Mm-hmm. South side Epiphany. So it's good stuff. Oh, it's great stuff, brother. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I'm just I it's not that I'm not confident in this deep dive. It's just that I feel better. I have other questions on this half-and-half half that I am very proud of. Oh, okay.
1: So it's a good half-and-half half day. I feel so. I feel like it is. I just don't know what's got the people going in St. Louis sports right now. Cardinals lost last night. Yeah, whatever. Right. I mean, who's really paying attention outside of what Anna Wainwright's wins $200, 200 games? Big picture Cardinal stuff is more okay. prudent, I think, than uh, than
2: day-to-day. Blues
1: are starting up. I'm fired up. Can't wait to take my son to a game soon. Yeah. Very cool. He's fired up. Probably taking my son to the game on Saturday for the Gers and the Gers. Gers versus Gers. Two out of the next three weeks. Hope to see you there. Uh, and uh, But I also know hey, how many people are really, 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 really interested in that. I, I am, but I mean, how many of you are? So that's why I say, give me a deep dive. And maybe it'll lead to some stories that I hadn't thought of before. There'll be some behind the curtain things. I'm happy to share at this point as a godless pervert boy. I got nothing to hide. No. This is who I am. You don't respect me already. If I'm already dead, I can't get more dead. Yeah. Yeah. This is good stuff right here. No, I'm excited about myself. So anyway, text those in. 314 399 9646. Next thing you know, I ask for your Venmo, and then all of a sudden you got $25. I do shows. You make money. I do shows. (laughs) You make money. Air Comfort Service text line deep dive request. What do you got? What do you have?
2: All right, so my deep dive request is what the future looks like for the St. Louis baseball Cardinals. As Adam Wainwright will close out... because this
1: this isn't something that's been done.
2: (laughs) As Adam Wainwright will close out... His career, the bridge player who has been here for the two modern championships, so it kind of feels like we're on the dawn of a new era for the Cardinals with the Ross situation the Redbirds are in. Do you think this new era could be off to a rocky start? I know they claim to be competitive in 2024. I don't like 2024? when
1: you read it like you're just getting through it, like they're, they're in your ear and saying, hey, we got to go back to the five-day forecast at the end of the newscast. <laughs> you, you want know, me to like read it with own, more conviction? Yeah, passion, inflection. Okay. P- picture you're anchoring the news and you're killing it financially. No doubt and you've got that inflection. This is your time. It's not their time. This is your time. Their time is over. All right, here we go. The deep dive request I have is what the
2: future, of the, the future looks like for the St. Louis Baseball Cardinals. As Adam Wainwright will close out his career, the bridge player who has been here for the two modern championships. So it kind of feels like we're on the dawn of a new era for the Cardinals. With the roster situation the Redbirds are in, do you think this new era could be off to a rocky start? I know they claim to be competitive in 2024, but are you confident in the team's ability to turn things around? The general manager, the front office, was obviously there for the 2011 World Series, but do you think that that was more of an inheritance thing, and what they've done with their own, on their own accord has not been up to snuff?:
1: I feel like you pivoted off the inflection thing right there about percent well, of the last. Part oh, of okay, but I think it's a, an important part. Well, you just you just like cast a monster net, like all cardinal topics. Just right, I mean, everything's there. You just for history, dive I like in. It. I mean, it, is, it allows me to go any direction I want. I certainly could see the Cardinals being a good team next year. I don't think that that's really a bold take. It's just going to take a whole hell of a lot to be a championship team. And for the purpose of the discussion. My definition of championship is a pennant contender. Mm -hmm. Pennant contender. Gotcha. Now, we've seen sometimes a random team can win a pennant. Some would say the Philadelphia Phillies. Random team last year. What a pennant. So with that all established, I just feel like they are going to have to go so far outside their comfort zone in order to land one of the two premier free agent pitchers. I'm not sure it's necessarily the right play. I think if they're going NOLA, I'm worried about that. I think the fan base would be excited about it. I just don't know how baseball-wise that would do for him. Parallels to Contreras? Uh, no on that because I disagreed with the thought process that the catcher had to be the thing that the Cardinals tended to first last year. I am in agreement that and who isn't <laughs> right, right, right. that the Cardinals need to tend to starting pitching this I year. I saying. just I, for the life of me I don't understand what that was about last year with the catcher thing. The life of me I don't understand what that was about. Um, but either way uh, so you know if 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 we're all in agreement that they need at least two pitchers which then means that you're going to go with Michaelis and Mats for two of the other spots and then TBD on third. Uh, or they do actually get three pitchers, then you go, okay, well, then they're set offensively. I would imagine it's fair to say, do you agree with this premise? Hmm. I'm going to turn the tables on you and ask a quick question. I like it. That in 2024, there is no way at the start of the season, that Tommy Enman, Brendan Donovan, and Nolan Goldman are all in the opening day roster. Do you agree with that statement? Yes. Okay. And my reasoning is they're going to trade one of those parties for a pitcher. That is my. That is the reason. I'm not saying I don't like them. I'm just saying I, that that is what I think. That is how I think they're going to get another pitcher this you, year.
2: Yeah. If you're gonna get, if you're gonna acquire two starting pitchers, you assume one would be acquired through free agency and the other would be acquired through trade. And no. who's your best trade? capital is probably those three
1: because you could say that the positioning is redundant although how many times do you get a guy who's 23 24 who can hit 30 plus home runs from the left side of the plate but in order to get you got to give with all that said taking it back to Wainwright I guess you're asking initially the first question is is this the end of the era yeah because Wainwright was a part of 2005 through present day Um, I don't know I mean I, I see it more with Molina because he was a part of the 2004 team, mm-hmm. and he was a part of the 2022 team that that won the division. And that kind of, that was the era. I mean, yeah. certainly Wainwright was a huge part of it, don't get me wrong. But uh, Molina, that 2004 team is the team that most Cardinal fans put as the best one of their lifetime, even though it didn't win the World Series. Mine is 1985, it didn't win the World Series, asterisk. Um, You still have star power, though, with Goldschmidt and Arenado, so I don't. But they just haven't won a championship here,
2: right? And that's why I think is so like confusing. I say this with the Los Angeles Angels having two arguably the best players in baseball and not being successful, but like a roster that features Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt being in the position that they're in, and even last year how poor they played in the playoffs—not them specifically, but the team in
1: general. Well, Goldschmidt wasn't good. No, he was not, but. I like no how to hit the ball well, but he wasn't good either.
2: Right. But to have those two cornerstone players and be in the position they're in, it's almost like it boggles the mind. But that just goes to show you how important pitching is.
1: Right. And I just would be really surprised if the and if they can hey great it just the issue is it's not like oh we are the cardinals we therefore shall acquire these pitchers you have other other teams who are going to want their services and also if they don't want to come and pitch here
2: right that ends the conversation takes right two there
1: to, to tango but right. that's why I, i'm even if they acquire a free agent and i think i think montgomery's live maybe i'm off the mark on that i can see it uh i believe they're going to trade for one so you know Listen, because of the division they 're in, you can quickly rise back into the playoffs. I just don 't know I'm, I'm, I could not be more intrigued by what they 're going to do this off season. However, I have said that multiple times over the last five years, and every time i 've gone oh not the, the twenty one thing that you did you had Ar- Arnato, but following the nineteen season pre pandemic was surprised by the lack time. of activity and just confused. Said it over and over again on this show and on TMA. I'm just confused by what they're doing. Yeah. I, I, this... And still am to this day. I don't know what that was about. Did you really go into the season thinking that a rotation of Miles Michaelis, Jack Flaherty, Adam Wainwright, and Matz, and am I leaving somebody out? Uh, Jordan Montgomery, am I correct? Am I, am I, did I name him already? Yeah. Hell, point being that that was championship rotation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's just, yeah. Here, I got to... You are so leveraged. Yeah. And, and and that wasn't an after-the-fact. Fans texting into this oh, yeah. show, and we were saying the same thing. And I recall interviewing Buster only from Jupiter. He goes, what I think is going to happen is the Cardinals should run away with this division, and then they will solidify themselves for October by acquiring pitchers at the deadline. That's yeah. what his theory was.
2: I'll freestyle one more question for you, Tim. And this is borderline Orlovsky, but mm. I still think it's prudent. Is this offseason the most critical for the Cardinals of the 21st century?
1: Yes, is yeah, that, it is. Yeah. It absolutely is. Because gone are those pillars mm-hmm. of the 21st century. I mean, there's been one year in the 21st century in which Albert Poole's or Molina or Adam Wainwright didn't play. And that was 2000, mm-hmm. which was a great team that also had Mark McGuire. Yeah. And the carryover effect from McGuire's momentum in 97, 98, 99, but that team went out and had, I think, its biggest overhaul from 99 to 2000 with the players they acquired. Uh, capping off that offseason with a late acquisition of Jim Edmonds and then wound up just being a super fun and good team that made acquisitions at the trade deadline, including Will Clark. So it had a lot of personality. I don't know about the personality on this one. You have great ball players, but the personality. So that endears fans. Legacy endures fans, or brings in fans, endears fans is what I meant to say. Um, so yeah, this 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 offseason should look similar to 99 into 2000. And it is a turning page in Cardinal era, even though you have the carryover of Arnauto and, and Goldschmidt into it. So yeah, it is. It absolutely is. And also, I think unlike 99 into 2000, um, I think this is the first time where you really have fans going what in the hell because right. fans were saying what in the hell but then they'd go well we went to the playoffs yeah even if it was because of a you know one game playoff we went to the playoffs even if it was because of the pandemic we went to the playoffs 19, 20, 20, 21,
2: 22 I can you argue with that
1: card. yeah it's a get out of jail free card sure that's over. Yeah. So what are they going to do? Yeah. That's why this is different. All right, uh, there it is, Jackson's deep dive. I will go into the uh, air comfort service text line and see if there is one that is worthy of twenty five dollars from my Venmo going out uh, to you. We will have that plus the little piddles half and half brought to you by the Angry Beaver. This is Balloon Party, driven by Mung and S. St. Louis Acura, and I'll tell it on one hundred and one ESPN. <laughs> Back to the
0: Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.
1: Welcome back to Balloon Party, driven by Munginess, St. Louis Zach. You're all in Toyota. Didn't get through all the deep dive requests in the uh, commercial break. How is that gym room? Pause. See. <laughs>
2: bordering on i thought you like it shut down or something i was like oh boy the pedal show's about to start i
1: wonder if i could do that you know kind of like what gene hackman did to dennis hopper and hoosiers yeah
2: yeah he has to be say that respectfully
1: it was a movie title 1986 yeah and i uh, said no i wouldn't get kicked out again but he wanted shooter to get his chance wanted to show that he'd be rewarded for being sober
2: yeah what Spoiler play they run tim Ah, the picket fence. Yeah, don't get caught watching the paint dry. Spoiler alert
1: again. Text in 314-399-9646. I'm giving out money for deep dive requests today that I'll use. Uh, Jackson, I I was locked in on uh, what some call city, some call the doggies, and some get angry about some calling it the doggies, and wow, what a time we live in. And uh, I was so excited for last night's game. I'm happy that they are in the playoffs, although that was kind of expected. It was just a matter of time. I'm happy they got a point against LAFC. And I know talking soccer can be like talking politics. Why? I don't know. I just know from doing this for what Jackson calls 25 Hall of Fame years. I do. Despite the fact I'm only 46. It's like, how early did you start? How do you look so young? I don't know. It's probably the height. It's probably the height. Yeah. But the game didn't live up to it. Ah! Uh,
2: I- <laughs> uh, uh.
1: I'm happy they got the point. Taylor Twelman and I were both fired up about it. Oh, yeah. He even dropped a second Bundesliga in his coverage last night. He did. And he was all fired up on Tuesday, presented to you by Together Credit Union. But the game for the anticipation for it being what was called the most important game in the Western Conference to date, and listen, I'm not guy who goes, oh, I need a 5-4 game in soccer to be entertained. It's not it. As I think I said last week, I have no idea why I talked about it, but the 2001 NLDS with the Cardinals and Diamondbacks is one of my favorite playoff series ever. And there were like, Ten total runs scored or something in five games—it was ridiculous. But I loved it because every pitch mattered, every at bat mattered. So I'm good with a one-nil game. Hell, I'm good with a nil-nil game. Me too. It just wasn't that great.
2: Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch last evening.
1: <sighs> I went to you for point counterpoint, and I should have said, "Hey, did you watch?" Either way, it was Peaky Blinders on again. I had a wreck basketball game last night.
2: Regardless, I do think it's it'll... it's time for a take. Uh, well, no, I'm not going to give a take on the game that I didn't watch, but I am curious to see what their drive is on the remaining part of the schedule because, yeah, they've locked up a spot in the playoffs. Oh, but you want that one seed, Brad. One would think. One would think, right? But you know, it's also not. Well, this cr- is
1: terrible. You're not. You're saying you're not
2: giving a take, but you're kind of giving a take, and it's a bad take. Well, I'm. I'm more raising a question or just a thought that you know there is some semblance of like, hey, we've we've kind of locked up a spot. Is the drive the same? Is the drive the same? Because I, as t- Taylor has told us on the show, how important it will be to, for the playoffs to run through City Park. You better believe it. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. I just don't know where the players' heads are at. It's been I a think, long I, season.
1: I think for those of you who watched the game, this is now me having a conversation inside the studio with myself, unfortunately, because of it wasn't Peaky Blinders last night. It was a How go? I, 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 I do you 12, eight boards, three assists? No, I, I, I need more looks. Also, you are not happy with how many
2: I played. Forty. I played. We only have five guys. Last night, I played forty
1: minutes. I think I touched the ball like five times in the well, second maybe half. Maybe that's like, maybe that's a not so passive aggressive commentary on on your value to the team. All kick, due respect. I am
2: standing out there on the three point line. Kick it out to me. I am open, baby. Let me shoot the rock.
1: You Jackson three one four three nine six four six. That if a team had more opportunities last night to win it, it would be City. I think people would agree with that. You had four different times where a handball could have been called. One of the times a handball was called but overturned by VAR. Uh, Taylor Twellman, for the record, who was on the call, agreed with that. But I were a couple times where I'm like, that's clearly a handball. Now, for the record, I had financial interest on City over team total one and a half. So maybe I was trying to see that which was good for me financially. Can't blame you. But I think... Balls were bound, and then Twellman broke down the handball rule. And it turns out he didn't graduate from college either. He's got seven uh, hours left. Oh, maybe you
2: guys are doing it together.
1: I think one of the things, and I would never say this, but I think one of the things that the business community understands is that a diploma from St. Louis U High has more worth than nearly any other college degree.
2: Yeah, I mean, outside of like Oxford, is there really even a right, point? Right. Yeah, I
1: was talking about like United States.
2: Yeah, I, definitely in the United States. Yeah, you have to go international.
1: So, as two St. Louis University high school guys, once we graduated from high school, we just kind of were like born into it, so to speak. No, and I hear that. Thank yeah. you. And I can't comprehend. It. Yeah, it's it's not something you could. As a Ladue guy, right? Uh oh, they're not happy. What's wrong? Oh, this is about from a TMA reference today to the St. Louis Steelers Soccer Club. If you're such a big fan, as you claim, then why don't you support the St. Louis Steelers? Did you in the audience know there was a St. Louis Steelers soccer team? I didn't until this morning. Ken yeah. Strode, Kennedy Strode on TMA brought up the St. Louis Steelers. I don't know how he knew about that. Yeah, how did he know about that?
2: What? i never
1: heard of such a thing. I looked him up on Instagram. They, yeah. uh they exist they yeah. have 230 followers I thought it might be something to do with Kerry Davis nope it's a soccer team semi-pro team for that matter
2: yeah it's just keep a close eye on them I guess
1: uh, Jackson I, you were implying that the uh, the doggies would take their foot off the gas for some reason I have no idea why maybe you just felt like you needed to say something
2: no I tell it wasn't <laughs> implying that they're going to do that I was just raising the question will they I don't think but they will. why would they because they're already in the playoffs playoffs <laughs> No, I
1: mean, trust I'm me. I'm disappointed. I, you. I, hear you're I don't know if I've ever you. been disappointed in you in the storied 21-month history oh, of I this show. I think you have. I might have said I was, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I understand. But in this case, that's just, that's like, that's not Orlowski, and that's like one of Orlowski's producers. Well, like, okay, we got to do something today. Will City take their foot off the gas because they already got a playoff spot? No. Balls to the wall, yo! I agree. had a game against Seattle in the final regular season game. I couldn't agree more. Why don't I you just, look at the fixture?
2: <laughs> I love looking at fixtures and the table. I just, I just was posing the question.
1: <laughs> Rocky just walked by and he just shook his head. see this.
2: Come is, on in, come on in here, Matt. This is a framing thing. This is like I'm being framed, ladies as this. and gentlemen.
1: We welcome from the opening drive. Get are on the mike. Blue Jays yeah.
2: Quarter
0: zip?
1: It is yes. Huh? Why Your is that? That's there.
0: a nice gift from my uh,
1: from my girlfriend. Wendy yeah. Creighton. Yeah, that's as close as you'll get to a Jesuit education. All due respect. Why do you disagree with? Uh, why do you disagree with Jackson? I believe that's your disagreeing they're, they're they're they're
0: so much better at home than they are away. Couldn't agree The more. entirety of MLS playoffs is a home field advantage situation for sure. So it doesn't matter if they clinch the playoffs. That that's that's that's. That's minute I totally agree So why would they take their They, they gotta keep the foot pedal to the metal Why are you acting like You didn't ask this question <laughs> I
2: just raised I just raised the thought It was a thought but exercise But he asked
0: you Your thought process Of why you asked the question Thank You, you said because they the to Might take their foot Off the gas pedal My point is Is that why would the team In any way Change the thought process From if we win The supporters shield It doesn't matter Who we play in the MLS Cup We're doing it at City
2: Park Where we have Where we score almost Two and a half goals a game <laughs> We're in the ultimate agreement. I don't, It's a YouTube one. No, that would have been great if it was. We're in the ultimate agreement. Like I couldn't agree more with you. You're Will. the one who brought it up. I brought up the idea. I didn't say I agreed with it. I just brought up the, the notion. Hot tagery. I love it, I now. wasn't so giving a take. Back. I actually demand the audio be played back. And I, I mean, you'll see that I just raised the idea. I wonder if. I said I let it off with I wonder if. I, I, I Can don't. I not wonder? Is this a show without wonder? <laughs>
1: it's anti-wondering. What world have we come to where a anti- gentleman can't wonder? Shaming and
2: wondering. This is ridiculous. If I had a water bottle, that I could throw. I would. <laughs> hey, Jackson. Not rock. every league needs load manager, but like the little NBA. Don't let the They're door going hit going you. Full throttle.
1: That's from Marsha's burner. I'm a Marsha's burner guy and a grape ape auto detailer. Well, I mean, if we're,
2: what about the what about the league's cup? Seems like they kind of took their foot off the gas for that one, understandably understandably. And the NBA is doing some of that load management, so deal with it. Keep, keep your eyes on the prize, baby.
1: The supporter shield? Is that what I get when I go to art festivals
2: with my wife? It's from the 314. Good, yeah. Put the onus on rock.
1: Barge it into our studio. Damn, I have a deep dive request. Why is Jackson such an idiot? <laughs> we got a half hour. I guess I could dive into it. I don't believe that he is. I just was surprised by the I just think you're better than that. It's actually, it's actually my criticism is a compliment. Hell of a way to do it. (laughs) Absolutely. No, I
2: just, I listen, I just, I brought up the idea.
1: That they would just go, you know what? Four games left, sure, we're in
2: first place, but who cares? Well, I think for that, I mean, we know how, you know, one
1: goal can make such a big
2: difference. Right. If there is a sense of, you know, because if you take your foot off the gas, even just slightly, how much that can affect the game.
1: Guys, I bet Jackson vapes when he drinks. That's from the three one four do you vape, bro? No.
2: I like to just hang out.
1: Is that a problem? <laughs> uh, follow-up for the texter. Is that a problem? Thank you. 314-399-9646. I knew I hung up on my pregnant wife to listen to this show for a reason. This is outstanding. That's from the 65. 6th- this is outstanding. I would say so. <sighs> well, to answer your question. I do not believe City will take its foot off the gas Okay, with four games left and in first place. Good. I, I agree. I hope they don't. I'll tell you what. When 12-man pops in next Tuesday, I'm going to say, hey, Taylor, real quick, Jackson's got a question for you.
2: Yeah, please. I, I do. I think I need to be asking Taylor more questions.
1: And I'm just going to settle in. I'm take... trying
2: to build my brand. <laughs> it's all going to come to fruition when the Tigers win 42-7 to over the other
1: Tigers. That would be wonderful for so many reasons. Oh, my
2: God. I would feel so vindicated. Everyone on the text line would owe me an apology. And I demand it, actually.
1: Jackson is demanding apologies in advance of Missouri and Memphis, which he dreamt about 42-7. to seven. Yeah. Brady Cook did practice yesterday for the record. So that yes. means he'll be out there, per Light Drinkwitz, in his podcast with Chase Daniels. said if he practices before Thursday, then we know he'll be out there. Okay, He practices yesterday, he'll be out there. That's good news. Number is at six right now. Last week I told the audience this. The volume of bets was on Kansas State. The money, however, was on Missouri. And then the game kicked off with Kansas State minus three, even though at one point Kansas State was minus five and a half. Guess what's happening this week, Jackson? Well, you know, because you already heard me say it on TMA. Well, here's the answer. The volume of bets is on Missouri. The money, and a big discrepancy, too, is on Memphis. The spread is currently at six So it has moved toward a lower number for Missouri, kind of like it happened for Kansas State last week. Are you scared, Isaac Bruce told Randy Carricker, Cary Davis, Brooke Grimsley, and Matt Rocchio that he likes the Memphis Tigers 28-14. Mike Jones joined him as well, and he would not give a score, but he likes Missouri by a lot.
2: As much as I love Isaac Bruce, I have to fundamentally disagree with him on this one. Okay, fair enough. Because you know it's
1: forty-two to seven, and you have to
2: disagree. I saw a vision. Listen, I had a slight vision of the K-State game being a victory. What happened? Victory. So if this comes to fruition and the score is right on, or honestly even close, like if it's thirty-eight-seven, I'll still feel. You very still vain. demand apologies. I won't demand the apology if I hit the number right on the head. Yeah, forty-two everyone, to seven.
1: Everyone owes me.
2: All but right. that, but that would mean. That they basically don't kick a field goal, and I think it's a strong possibility to kick a field goal. They have some red. Just to trot out
1: Mavis, just to show them off. <laughs> or are you talking about Memphis kicking a field goal? No. Well, that and Missouri. Missouri often kicks field goals. Over under attendance, thirty six thousand. Go over. Oh, look at you. Well, you said that with an uncomfortable look on your face.
2: I just. I, I don't. I, I took a look at taking mastery yesterday to see the available seats, and there's a lot of them. But I, I just think that there's going to be a late push. People like are overestimating their plans. They're like, oh, we have so much going on Saturday, and really, they don't. What, their greens were aerated?
1: <laughs> Something like that. You can text in 314-399-9646, Air Comfort Service text line. Leave a mic drop. Uh, your thoughts are wonder- welcome, and of course, uh, we're just paying people for deep dive requests. Right. Uh, 314-399-9646. This is Balloon Party, driven by Mungana, St. Louis, Acura, and Alton, Toyota, on 101 ESPN
0: to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN
1: Jackson's bouncing man
2: got a lot of energy today do you really? yeah I like that which is crazy I got like no sleep last night so oh wow
1: basketball game ran really late I don't know when the most eligible bachelor in St. Louis says I didn't get much sleep last night on a Wednesday no I hear you. But nah. I think uh, maybe you had some Cavassier. <laughs> I'm a Henny guy, and everyone knows that. Blame it on the goose.
2: Got uh, me feeling loose. Yeah. No, I just basketball. game. game went into overtime. Takes a
1: while. Keep going. You still didn't get a lot of looks, even I just
2: I can't. I mean, this is dribble drives. Kick it out. Keep the defense honest. Let me shoot the rock.
1: Have a Tickle great day, guys. Happy Friday Eve. It's from Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. You are a gem. Hey, Jackson, you need to relax and take a break. How about you meet me and the boys over in East St. Louis for some amazing entertainment? They also have the best chicken wings you've ever had. It sounds like you got invited to a party. Hmm. No thanks.
2: I don't, I don't, it's not really my, I don't know. Doesn't sound very fun.
1: I don't like the way the fella just said tie. He's baiting us. That's from the 314. What do you mean? Draw? Draw.
2: Oh, my apologies. Nil-nil draw. Nil-nil draw still top of the table next fixture
1: <laughs> hello my name is Landon Phelps and you're on with the ladies man thank you thank you for catching the delicious reference uh, you are welcome to get involved in the program 3143999646 Jackson what do we have here on this little piddles angry beaver half and half i mean this is the this is the palate cleanser before the friday six shooter sure
2: yeah the uh i got two right here that i think are really fun oh, thought exercises good. all right we talked today Is a different way to ask what the Cardinals are going to do this offseason. No, no, that has nothing to do with local sports actually. <laughs> We talked today on TMA about rule changes in soccer. Looking beyond just soccer, what do you think is the most fundamental rule change in one of the four major North American sports ah, I kind of like this question. History? What do you think is the most fundamental rule change? Like that needs to be changed or that has been Has changed? been changed, but I'm open to what could be changed. I'm more
1: interested in what needs to be changed. If it has been changed, everything's been changed. Or rule, and also
2: rule additions, like adding stuff.
1: God, I can't wait. I'm actually... I'm, 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 for the first time ever, I'm looking forward to looking into the text inbox here on 101 ESPN. My therapist said, don't look at it, boy. Don't look at it. And I said, I'm going to look at it right here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Piddles probably went like scored two on one of 11 shooting. Well, now they're still focused on your rec league game. I, could, I got like four
2: shot attempts.
1: So one of four shooting.
2: I knocked down a three-pointer. Three, pointer,
1: yeah, nice. three points. Okay. Uh, the. Uh, I have loved the addition of replay to baseball. Yeah. I would have felt that way, even if it would not have impacted the Cardinals having another world championship for my favorite team, the 1985 Cardinals. Uh, You know, how about this little anecdote, by the way, along those lines, I was out playing golf with a guy who's a sponsor of TMA, as a matter of fact, and I don't know if he would want his name out there, so I'll leave it off. Maybe if he's listening, he can text me and green light it, but sometimes people don't want their names out there. Hell, I don't know. So I'm playing with him on Sunday. And, he go, and I was talking about the 85 Cardinals, and he said, you know what the story Whitey Herzog told at a uh, at a banquet? Certainly should have won another World Series, the 85 Cardinals. And he said, but my biggest regret on that is, because this ties into your question, after the Denkinger call, he goes out there. He's laying into Don Denkinger. And Denkinger goes, Whitey, I blew the call. And at that point, he's like, God I don't know what I can like, really yell at it. and he goes my regret and I don't know how many of you have heard Whitey tell the story I hadn't heard this uh, Whitey said his regret is Peter Ubroth, who was the commissioner at the time mm-hmm. was sitting in the front row and his regret is not going over there Wow. to discuss with Eubroth with or without Dinkinger but Dinkinger has said I blew the call yeah to see what they could do. Wow, yeah. Can you imagine that, if that would have happened? Yeah. And then he regrets that. Honestly, it didn't even cross my mind. I mean, I was eight or nine, but uh, I've I've talked with guys on that team, multiple guys who were on that team, and they said there, there, there was some real disappointment after that game, not just because of what took place, but also because Whitey came in and said, well, that's it. We just lost the World Series, and then they went out, and I think they lost like thirteen to nothing, or one, or something like that. The next night, Walkie and Andar got tossed. John Tudor cut up his arm, hit the toilet, or something like that. I don't. It was it was an absolute disaster. And so Whitey's regret is that he didn't go over and talk it over with Peter Ubroth. Now, I don't know what Peter Ubroth That's what done. my question... Could have done.
2: Yeah, but also I understand why he's saying, like, I, I should have exhausted all possible options. Because when you think back to something like that, you want to make sure that right. you exhausted all po- But at, at the end of the day, what can the commissioner do on the play that... Just occurred. The commissioner doesn't sit it every single game, you know. That would be kind of unfair right. to other people who've had. But calls. if you
1: have an umpire saying, "I blew the call," I don't right. know how he would know in the moment that he blew the call. Right? You know what I mean? Right? Because then I would think like, okay, could you get together with the other umpires? Yeah. But then how are the other umpires? Maybe the second or third base umpire? Home plate. That's his Can't call. That.
2: Yeah, it's his call. You know, like I don't think anyone even has the jurisdiction to make that call outside of him.
1: The most obvious rule change that needs to happen is the robot strike zone. It's time I watched Sports Center this morning and a couple of. Bats, it's awful. I agree with uh, 314
2: on that. Yeah. I saw Key Brian Hayes say something to that a couple weeks ago. It's like it's getting ridiculous at this point. I think if we're talking most fundamental rule addition, and people can hate this or hate me, whatever, it's clearly the answer is the addition of the three point line in basketball. I mean, it's It's completely. In the history of the game, in the history of all all sports. Like, I don't know what could be a more fundamental change than.
1: I think that's completely changed. I game. really like the question of what needs to. If you look yeah. at the four leagues now in North America, what needs to be added? And I suppose many would say the robot strike zone. I think some people aren't going to like that.
2: Yeah, uh, overtime rules in the NFL was a big thing that they have now changed, but that was certainly would have been at the top of people's lists a year or even two years ago. Uh, so I think that's up there.
1: Removing that stupid two-line pass rule in the NHL saved the league. That's from the three-one-four. Uh, yeah. yeah, automatic strike zone. That's what's getting the votes.
2: Yeah, I would think if we're talking about for the future, automatic strike zone would certainly be at the tippy top of that list because I feel like in the NFL they've done, for the most part, I mean, how much more can they change? They've pretty much changed every rule.
1: I don't know how you can actually imply or implement, I should say, a rule on pass interference because one of the tricks right now is to have the quarterback underthrow. Yep. And then the receiver come back and the defensive back be in a spot where he automatically interferes because the receiver's coming back. Oh, yeah.
2: I don't know how cornerbacks cover anybody anymore. They had
1: the one year after the Saints-Rams call where you could challenge pass interference, and then they got away from that.
2: Because they never overturned it. They just never overturned it. But I also understand why they did it. That was one of the most blatant pass interference in NFL playoff history, and it really screwed the Saints.
1: Uh, let's see. I would say the biggest rule change would be allowing curved blades in hockey. That is from the 314. Another change that needs to be full time, it is happening a little bit in the NFL and more in college, is a couple people reviewing every single play and getting them right. That's from the 314.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't mind quicker replays. Boy, it can really slow down the pace of a game, but I understand they want to get it right. And the clock is often the reason that they're taking so long in those because they make sure the clock is set right.
1: Uh, yeah, people want that robotic strike zone more than than don't anyway. I should say.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I understand people's argument for the human element of the game, but at a certain point, it gets it. We're too advanced technologically for some of these mistakes to be
1: made. Three one four three nine 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 six four six is where you can submit your answer to the question. Final uh, segment of balloon party for the day. It's presented by Munganas, St. Louis, Acura, and Alton Toyota it is next here on 101 and <laughs> One Welcome back, Blue Party, One ESPN. It's presented to you by Mungadown, St. Louis, Zach, and in Toyota. My name is Tim McKernan. BK and Ferrari are coming your way at the top of the hour. Jackson Burkett coming off of three points. One of four shooting <laughs> last night at his rec league, which prevented him from watching the dogs play. Jackson, what is your second question that you're so excited about for this uh, little piddles, angry beaver, half and half?
2: Thanks, Tim. Yeah, I, I really uh, really feel good about this one. I mean, it's, it interests me. The Wheaties box also got brought up today on TMA. The yeah, Mary Lou Retton. Right. The cover of the Wheaties box used to be the mountaintop moment when the best athlete at that time would get the cover, similar to the cover of Sports Illustrated. Right, right. What is the 2023 version of the Wheaties box and Sports Illustrated cover? Because, uh, like, right now, Deion Sanders would be on,
1: like. Going to Disneyland, winning the Super Bowl. You think? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not bad. Okay, well, obviously you disagree, so you must have an alternate answer. What well, is it?
2: I think it's a deeper a deeper question because the Wheaties box and Sports Illustrated cover, nowadays, that happens once every hour on Twitter or mm-hmm. on social media. So I just I don't know if there's that like collective, like, this is the biggest person in sports and this is how we're commemorating it. And so I just wonder what people think would be that version of it. Like, the cover of the front of ESPN.com, I don't think is that same kind of. I would agree with you. Because like the, there was something special about like the Wheaties box. You take the picture with you in the Wheaties box. Wheaties are terrible, by the way. Like, oh,
1: I really. guess we can cancel them on the potential sponsor list. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Are they
2: General Mills? Yeah, apologies in advance. I'm a big Honey that Cheerio guy. But so they're live. <laughs> I just don't know like, if there is that same kind of...
1: Uh, Madden video game cover. How about that? That's yeah, that's a
2: video game cover is a really great call. That's a, that, I think, actually is the answer. Because for your collective sport, you know, certainly Madden and NBA 2K specifically, but MLB the show and NHL as well. Great Did you say call. Specifically? Specifically. Okay, if you I can. said specifically, because as a kid, that's Quite what well, I used you. to say.
1: Yeah, you brought that back. Yeah, so that's uh, apologies in advance. Yeah, I think video game cover in this era, that's the answer. Yeah. The thing is, is that unlike. Like if Mary Lou Retton were to happen in the upcoming Olympics, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't have near the impact that Mary Lou Retton in 1984 had for the United States. Why? Because now viewership is so broken up as opposed to back then when... Everyone was watching the Olympics. I mean, that's the reason why. I would say right now, at the top of sports zeitgeist, I would agree it's Deion Sanders at this moment. Mm -hmm. Maybe a baseball player will have a David Freeze kind of moment at the end of October, start of November. Even then, I don't know if it will capture the country because baseball is not in the spot that it it once was. So I think football uh, is... The top of the list.
2: Yeah, I, I want to say two things here. One, I want to commend you on your word, your use of the word zeitgeist. Thank you. I think it was outstanding, and that's one of the many reasons why you've had twenty-five Hall of Fame careers. Yeah,
1: so excited about years,
2: it. I should say. Thank you. Uh, and secondly, yeah, I don't know if there's like a singular sports moment outside of maybe football that can be as widely consumed as something like Mary Lou Retton in twenty twenty-three because of all of the options. You believe in
1: miracles, and that was four years before that.
2: Yeah. Right. And uh, so it was the same kind of thing. Right. But that's a thing. The weird sing- thing about
1: that, though, is that was on tape delay. Mm, and yeah. it was broadcast when Al Michaels' call was made.
2: Where, where was that game played? I, I'm sorry. I don't know. 1980. Oh, Lake Placid? God. Lake Placid?
1: <sighs> I almost hit a bobblehead with that throw. Yeah, careful. Uh, yes, Lake Placid. And okay. Alex Petrangelo was playing for the Soviet Union.
2: Well, now I, don't, now I think you're messing with me. I don't know where I don't know where the 1980
1: Olympics were played. It's a shame that it's 10:58 because I could just read text for the next hour.
2: Hold on, I'm up. If it mm, Olympics,
1: trying to see. I can't see Ryder through this new uh, like camera flash Olympics, that I think he Olymp- intentionally put in for this show, so we couldn't see him. So I want to see his reaction to this. Like Placid. It's correct. Yes, okay, so, you know. One could make the case that it was the greatest moment in American sport. Okay. Well, what would you say is the greatest moment in American sport? We might need some time from BK and Ferrari today. who
2: are at Centine for the Blues camp.
1: <laughs> ah, that's right.
2: Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Oh, Jesse Owens, 1936 in Berlin. That's, that's my official answer. 1936, Jesse Owens, that picture... Two guys with the Heil and him saluting. To me, that's as good as it gets. But I think those are like 1-1-A. to
1: Fair
2: enough. Yeah. Let's see what people have to say now, huh? That was a good answer. I'm really feeling good about myself coming off this Thursday program.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you did have a big show, no question. I would think. Uh, BK and Ferrari are at Centene, and that is where they are for uh, Blues Camp, as uh, the Blues will take on the Coyotes coming up. This weekend. Nice. I can tell you weren't aware of that when I looked over at you. No shot. Uh, so that's where they are. Uh, they're broadcasting live from Centene. And uh, Jackson and I will be back tomorrow with the six shooter. And now uh, somebody is just bleeding on Get Up. They've got they've, they've resorted to that now. Guys are cutting themselves. Jesus. Love the Colonel tomorrow as well. <laughs> Love the Colonel. Brought to you by James Carlton. All right, time for us to shut it down. For Action Jackson, I'm Tim McKernan. And this has been Balloon Party, driven by Mungan at St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota.